Email is broken as a PR communications tool. Welcome to PR True or False, a podcast that aims to unwrap some quirks and preconceptions about the PR industry and discuss whether things could be better. Each week, we'll take a statement, a belief about the PR industry or agency life, and discuss and answer whether it's true or false. My name is Austin Braley, and my co-host is Philip Shomshaw, and we're both PR consultants working at Firefly Communications. Right, on with the show. So that's the title. How do we come about this one then, Austin? Well, Phil, I hate to say it, but uh, it's kind of widely acknowledged that you're not the best at email. Demonstrated perhaps best by the fact that we uh, we do pitch to you to try and get your attention. We put Phil in the, the subject bar to try and grab your attention to make sure our emails are read. Do you have a confession to make? Yeah, I, I, I have a confession. I, I'm rubbish at email. I hate email. I feel like I'm drowning in email, whether it's from clients or colleagues or people spamming to me, journalists uh, occasionally. I just find it's just so easy to miss important emails. In fact, just preparing for this, I saw a piece on Wired magazine uh, from a a chap from MessageMind, and he said that uh, his client data shows that 19% or more of important emails are never read, and 36% or more of unimportant email is read. So I just think it's a real problem. Well, there are two sides to this, I guess, from a PR agency perspective. So there's the internal aspect, the communications with uh, with clients and your colleagues. Um, and there's the journalist side, communicating with our media friends, which we'll come on to in a minute. But if we stick with internal comms at the moment, I mean, I don't have these problems, I must I must say. Uh, but I imagine, do you think a big part of it is the fact that you are a senior man, member of the management team and therefore you're, you're tended to be copied in on all client and all um, correspondence throughout the agency, whereas I'm, you know, much more just on my core accounts that I stick to? No, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I bet there are plenty of people out there that get tons more emails than me, journalists in particular. I, I, I think the problem is that, well, part of the problem is people are misusing it and you're just, uh, you know, you get CC'd in, in, in every, well, people don't use the CC properly and you just find that you're getting so many more emails than you really need to get. And I, I don't think that's just because uh, I'm a senior member of staff. I just think that people just send send too many of them, and uh, you know everybody expects a really quick response as well. Well, that's a, a very important point as well. The the quick response. So people aren't buying a person; they're buying an agency. Um, I mean, previous agency I've worked at, you had to reply to every client email within two hours, regardless if it required an answer or not, if, if only to acknowledge that you received it. It is an important point because you know they're not paying their retainer fee for a single person. They they want that you know immediate response. Yes, and I think that they should probably get it as well. I don't think two hours response time is is unreasonable uh, from sending sending an email, and you know you are you are buying a team of people, but uh, it just sort of creates this this constant pressure, and that you find that you know you go away from your desk to take a call or you know do a conference call or go to a meeting, you just come back to to fifty emails, and if your whole team's gone away, it's just there's just so much there, and uh, I think we're getting too many. Well, it is. Uh, I would argue that it's um, the problem isn't the email; it's the people misusing it. I mean, we put this out to um, our Twitter followers, asking um, what they had to say on the subject, and we have a few replies here now. So uh, Emma Brown says, "Email is not broken, but massively overused, especially internally, where often a real-life convo would be quicker." Uh, Tom Reynolds says, "People do miss email, but it doesn't mean email is broken. It's still, in most cases, the best way to get your message across." Phil, what have you got? Mark Roberts, who's uh, Sparky underscore Roberts, says, Email is not broken, but rapidly receding into the distance. I personally still prefer the phone for its shock and awe. So released came back to us, team released, and they said, Yes, email was built for words plus small attachments. Media and PRs forced to jump through hoops just to share everything else. 
Okay, so if we move on to the actual, the journalistic side targeting the media, um, David Segal, who actually is a writer for the New York Times, wrote a piece just earlier this week, which was quite convenient, as we'd already had the show in mind. He's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, uh, and he felt compelled to write an article swatting at a swarm of public relations spam. Um, so he said a few months ago there was uh, some email problems at the New York Times, and the email system went down, and when they got it working again, they suddenly realized it became apparent just how many emails they get from PRs when they all came flooding in. Uh, he took uh, the measure of actually going after um, and trying to track down the people responsible for sending it and he, he does expose the agency and the client they were working for and even reveals the retainer costs. Um, he actually went to somebody within the, the client, uh, within the um, within the company that was paying the agency uh, who, who said that he didn't condone them sending out spam emails or anything like that. But it, you know, even though this is a specific example, it's really not uncommon. Yeah, I think that you know, a lot of journalists um, just feel like they're, they're getting spammed all the time. And the problem is that the barriers are next to zero. So in the old days, you, know, you had to buy quite expensive uh, books, uh, directories with these in, and then you would uh, post or you'd fax your press releases across to journalists. So there was a there was a cost and inherent barrier to entry. And nowadays, it's just easy to find addresses. It costs nothing to send an email and you know, there are fewer journalists uh, receiving a lot more emails from, from PR people. Well, actually, we were talking to uh, Richard Alton, who is our non-exec uh, director here at Firefly, and he was saying that he went to the Times, uh, the editorial, the newsroom, uh, a while back, well, it must have been a fair while because it was before email, and he, seemed, he, he recalled how there was a fax machine that PRs used to send over releases, and it literally, as they came out of the fax machine, went straight into a bin. Uh, and that was kind of an eye-opening moment for me because I always assumed that P uh, emails had enabled PRs to spam. But I, I think it was, you know, happening a long time before email came about. Yeah, I think it, it probably was. But I think the volume has gone up inexorably. It, yeah, there are uh, there are so many more emails that uh, journalists receive than before. And, you know, there yeah, the way that journalists are responding to this is by um, having secret email addresses. So, you know, a lot of journalists, particularly at the nationals, they won't, you know, they won't even look at their main email addresses. They have secret email addresses. Uh, you've got journalists like Charles Arthur at The Guardian who has a, an elaborate um, forwarding system where if, uh, you know, if he feels that you're sort of spamming him, then basically you get blacklisted and you, you, you won't get any of your emails through to him again because he's just really, uh, you know, tries to create a system where he just tries to keep out all the stuff that he thinks is irrelevant. But this just goes back to the misusing the uh, the communication method, really, I, I feel. I mean, there's there's much bigger underlying problems as there's too few journalists to PRs. Uh, a lot of PRs aren't competent at media relations. I mean, I, I have a confession of my own. I, I actually feel that I, in the past I have been, you know, told to put, send out emails that I don't think are particularly relevant. Um, not, not, not naming any names or anything, but if a client is paying... Uh, for, for something to go out and be shared. At the end of the day, you can advise and you can counsel. Um, but if you're not going to do it, somebody else will. Uh, it's horrible to say, and I do. it does make me feel a little bit uh, dirty, it must be said, and I do feel a bit guilty. But, you know, sometimes if you're not doing it, somebody else will. Yeah, I think I would agree with the point that PR people aren't necessarily doing things in the right way and uh, it, it feeds into another problem more emails are sent journalists don't see them or don't read them so the PR people end up calling up the journalists which irritates them even more and uh, yeah most surveys that I've seen from from journalists say that their preferred medium for receiving a copy is is by email 
and um, yeah, maybe maybe we should carry on doing that, but have other ways of getting in contact with them, or that, that perhaps there needs to be a barrier to entry to make it harder to get communication through. I suppose that's what uh, newswires are for it in a sense. But um, there we go. I, th- I think we've probably got to the point of the show where we need to uh, come to our conclusions about uh, this particular topic. So, Austin, do you think that email is broken as a PR communication tool? Uh, no, I don't. I think the uh, my verdict is it's false. The, the statement is false. I, I, I truly believe that it's uh, due to uh, you know misuse of it. There's much bigger underlying issues here. Um, I think email is the you know the only communication method that's used by everyone, apart from SMS, of course. Um, so, Phil, true or false? Email is broken as a PR communication tool. Yeah, I've, I'm afraid that I haven't been uh, persuaded from my uh, biased uh, start. I, I think it is broken as a PR communication tool. I, it it just simply doesn't work for me, both for internal comms, communications with clients and journalists. And I think I think we yeah, perhaps a topic for a future uh, for a future PR true or false is around looking at alternatives like you know perhaps instant messaging, perhaps SMS, perhaps uh, perhaps other forms of communication. So even the old telephone. You've been listening to Phil Shomshaw and Austin Braley on PR True or False. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at PR True or False or the hashtag PR True or False. And join us next week when we'll be discussing the statement, PR job titles are meaningless. <laughs>